0: Faith, Hope and Love, Episode 261, the 33rd Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year A. The Gospel values included in the readings this weekend include God entrusting us with gifts according to our abilities. The gifts we have are given to be shared and nurtured we certainly all have different gifts and talents and it would be more than a tragedy to bury them. The key to this parable is that the master gives each servant a number of talents according to their own abilities. So the master knows what they can do and he expected them to do what they could with their gifts. We can be our own worst enemies when it comes to saying things like I'm no good at that or I can't do this. It is God who truly knows all the things that we are and are not able to do. Talents and gifts that have been given to us are to be promoted and nurtured, or else they get wasted. Our Lord can see right through our lame excuses. Our Lord shows us what happens if people distort the good news of God's kingdom. Imagine if a farmer handed back to the seed merchant a pack of seeds and said, here it is, you gave it to me. I've preserved the seed, I've kept it dry, and here is the pack of seeds exactly in the same condition as you gave it to me. How crazy would that be? The seed is meant for the sowing. It's intended to be planted, for watering, for germination. Its whole purpose is to break open, grow and bear fruit. There are countless stories of saints and famous people throughout the ages who overcame great obstacles including very poor health and limitations of all sorts to produce the most wonderful and amazing fruits, disproportionate fruits, astounding results in their lives despite their limitations. They did it by relying on God's grace and trusting in God's help and then adding determination, hard work and utilising well the talents and vision that they did possess. It's the story of the tortoise and the hare. Slow and steady wins the race. The reward in God's kingdom is an unusual one. According to this parable, those who do well are given even more work to do, more responsibility. Sounds a bit daunting, doesn't it? But we remember the saying, if you want something done, ask a busy person to do it. If we use our gifts, they will deepen, they will increase in significance and effect. If we don't use our gifts, they will weaken, and we could lose them. So the best way to keep our gifts is to use them in the service of God's kingdom, here and now. Serving God by helping others. And what better work to be doing than helping to produce the fruits of God's kingdom? This is Faith, Hope and Love.
1: greatest gift in all creation a gift that's lighter than the words of you not resenting The
0: Lord said, I think thoughts of peace and not of affliction. You will call upon me, and I will give answer to you, and I will lead back your captives from every place. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. The Lord be with you. Hello everyone, and we gather together as brothers and sisters in Christ, so let us first pause and reflect upon our sins in order to worthily celebrate the Holy Eucharist. Lord Jesus, you have revealed yourself as the way to the Father. Lord, have mercy. You have poured out on your people the spirit of truth. Christ, have mercy. You are the good shepherd, leading us to eternal life. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the heart. Pray for glad devotion. Grant us, we pray, O Lord our God, the constant gladness of being devoted to you, for it is full and lasting happiness to serve with constancy the author of all that is good. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen.
2: A reading from the Book of Proverbs A capable wife, who can find her? She is far more precious than jewels. The heart of her husband trusts in her and he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not harm all the days of her life. She seeks wool and flax and works with willing hands. She considers a field and buys it. With the fruit of her hands, she plants a vineyard. She girds herself with strength and makes her arms strong. She perceives that her merchandise is profitable. Her lamp does not go out at night. She opens her hand to the poor and reaches out her hands to the needy. She opens her mouth with wisdom and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. Her children rise up and call her happy. Her husband too, and he praises her. Many women have done excellently, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceitful, and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her a share in the fruit of her hands, and let her works praise her. In the city gates. The Word of the Lord.
0: Happy are those who fear the Lord. O oh, blessed are you who fear the Lord and walk in his ways. By the labour of your hands you shall eat you will be happy and prosper. Your wife like a fruitful vine in the heart of your house, your children like shoots of the olive around the table. Indeed thus shall be blessed those who fear the Lord. May the Lord bless you from Zion in a happy Jerusalem all the days of your life. Happy are those who fear the Lord.
2: A reading from the first letter of Saint Paul to the Thessalonians. Now concerning the times and the seasons, brothers and sisters, You do not need to have anything written to you, for you yourselves know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. When they say, there is peace and security, then sudden destruction will come upon them as labour pains come upon a pregnant woman and there will be no escape. But you, beloved, are not in darkness for that day to surprise you like a thief. You are all children of light and children of the day. We are not of the night or of darkness. So then, let us not fall asleep as others do, but let us keep awake and be sober. The word of the Lord.
0: Alleluia. 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 Live in me and let me live in you, says the Lord. My branches bear much fruit. Alleluia. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Chapter twenty-four, verses thirty-six and twenty-five, fourteen to thirty. Jesus spoke this parable to his disciples. For it is as if a man going on a journey summoned his slaves and entrusted his property to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. The one who had received the five talents went off at once and traded with them and made five more talents. In the same way, the gospel of the lord
3: in a world that seems to be low on trust in today's gospel we're introduced to a man who entrusts his entire property to his servants while he's abroad he seems to be an enterprising employer who hopes that his own daring in business matters will be reflected in his servants' attitude as they face this new challenge. Now, before we proceed too far into this gospel passage, it might be of interest to know that a talent was in fact an amount of currency, a great deal of currency, in fact. One talent was worth about $1.4 million in today's money, So we're talking about a very wealthy and therefore very trusting boss. Now, ironically, if we were simply referring to talents as a person's gifts or abilities, in some cases there are certain talented people whose gifts have returned them vast amounts of money. While we can recognise that such talents are important and all credit should go to those who possess them and use them wisely, we must admit that certain talents... Like those perhaps involving music or art or sport, these days are outrageously overvalued and, in some cases, overrewarded. rewarded Even though we might not recognise our unique talents as being of monetary value to the rest of the world, we should at least accept that each person possesses certain skills and abilities that, if developed, may be of great personal value to the individual. But they don't usually come with an instruction of how to use them wisely. That is the responsibility of the one who owns them. So notice in this parable today, the wealthy man doesn't instruct the servants what to do with the talents he gives them. He simply wants them to use their own initiative. He wants them to recognise the trust he places in them and to do something worthwhile with that trust that might provide some sort of return. Now, some people might say this is a risky approach. But as we discover, two of the three servants have shown a sound approach to this opportunity. Now, the third servant, the one who refuses to involve himself in the spirit of the enterprise, is the one who represents the Pharisees. Those are the people who want to keep things exactly as they've always been. And it's for that stale attitude that Jesus condemns them. He's wanting them, and ultimately we who are listening now, to understand that there can be no religion without risk. Willingness to dare is an essential part of our faith. As in all the parables, we're being taught about the nature of God and our relationship with God. As people of faith, we can accept that it is God who bestowed upon us these talents. But what do we do with these talents? How we acknowledge them and use them for the service of the kingdom. Now that's the real challenge here. How the servants understand their master is the key, since two of them have a completely different approach to the third. This third servant in his apprehension, he risks nothing and not surprisingly, nothing comes from it. He takes the problem away from himself and his lack of creativity and places it on the master whom he betrays as a harsh employer, even though he's been entrusted with some of the fortune. Of course, whenever we accept a risk or a challenge, we will be haunted by the question, what happens if we fail? What if we don't make a success of what we've been given? Well, one thing is certain. If we never try, we will never succeed. And if we never exercise our talents, then no one will benefit. The only real failure is to bury our gifts and never let them see their potential. To refuse to take a risk is to refuse to trust. It's to require absolute certainty and knowledge of the future, or at least control over the circumstances of life. To refuse to risk is to require the assurance that we will never fail. But we cannot hope to stand before the Lord on the last day and claim that we've done nothing because we were afraid we might not succeed. We will never know how successful we might be if we refuse to take a risk. In these last few days of waiting for the end of the church's year, it's a period of opportunity, of active engagement, of creative growth. One's future does not rest on the extent or quality of one's talent but how a person uses those talents while they wait for the Master to return.
0: The Apostles' Creed I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. United to Jesus the vine, let us offer our prayers. That we may use wisely the talents God has given each one of us. Lord, hear us that we may be always sons and daughters of the light. Lord, hear us. That we may never forget that God is the source of all our gifts and to give thanks for them and use them. Lord, hear us. That those joined in marriage may grow towards the fullness of life and love in faith. Lord, hear us. For all who are ill and those who care for them, for healing, strength, and peace. Lord, hear us. That the dead may hear our Lord say to them, Well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into your Master's happiness, especially those for whom we now pray. And those in the book of remembrance in the churches in this month of holy souls, Lord, hear us. Benevolent God, we ask you to listen to our prayers. Help us to serve you and each other. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. With humble spirit and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may this sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Grant, O Lord, we pray that what we offer in the sight of your majesty may obtain for us the grace of being devoted to you and gain us the prize of everlasting happiness. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you lift up your hearts let us give thanks to the lord our god it is truly right and just our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks lord holy father almighty and eternal god for we know it belongs to your boundless glory that you came to the aid of mortal beings with your divinity and even fashioned for us a remedy out of mortality itself that the cause of our downfall might become the means of our salvation through christ our lord through him the host of angels adores your majesty and rejoices in your presence for ever. may our voices we pray join with theirs in one chorus of exultant praise as we acclaim holy 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 lord god of hosts heaven and earth are full of your glory hosanna in the highest Through Him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, "Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May this mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. May the receiving of your body and blood, Lord Jesus Christ, not bring me to judgment and condemnation, but through your loving mercy be for me protection in mind and body and a healing remedy. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. The Communion Antiphon To be near God is my happiness, to place my hope in God the
1: Lord.
0: A prayer for spiritual communion in union with all who are unable to physically receive communion at this time. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The body of Christ. Amen. The blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet post-communion prayer and reflection. We have partaken of the gifts of this sacred mystery, humbly imploring, O Lord, that what your Son commanded us to do in memory of him may bring us growth in charity. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks everyone for joining us with this celebration of God's love. May this week be filled with blessings and graces. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Faith, Hope and Love, Christian Worship and Reflection, led by Reverend Paul Kelly. Prayers and Chants, the Roman Missal 3rd Edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English and the Liturgy. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009, the NCC USA. Psalms 1963 and 2009 The Grail Collins Publishers Prayers of the Faithful Together We Pray by Robert Borg E.J. Dwyer Publishers 1993 Sydney Australia Sung Mass in honour of St. Ralph Sherwin by Geoffrey M Ostrovsky The Gloria copyright 2011 ccwatershed.org Faith Hope and Love Theme Hymn in memory of William John Kelly inspired by 1 Corinthians 13, 1 13. Music by Paul W. Kelly. Arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stephan Kelp, 2019. Quiet Time instrumental reflection music written by Paul W. Kelly, 1988, 2007, and this arrangement, Stephan Kelp, 2020. Today I Arise for Tricia J. Kelly. Original words and music by Paul W. Kelly, inspired by St. Patrick's Prayer. Arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stefan Kelp, 2019. Production by KER 2020. May God bless and keep you. Today
1: I arise with love from on high The name of the three in one Today I arise through heaven